Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Romans 5 verses 12 to 21. I want us to read together in the KJV version of the Bible. Amen. All right. 12. 12. That's my mother tongue. 12. 12. Aha. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as for the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemn the condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all, all men, to condemnation, Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I will not go through the whole passage, but I don't know whether you noticed that um, from verse number 13 all the way to verse number 17, it's in brackets. Are you hearing me? So verse number 12 says, Wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed on all men, for that all have sinned. Now, verse number 13 seems to contradict verse number 12. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. And then he resolves the controversy. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. So on what basis did the people who lived between Adam and Moses before the law was given, on what basis were they sinners? Because the only way God could impute sin to people was by saying you broke this law, therefore this is the punishment. But between Adam and Moses, there's a gap there where there was no law. So the Apostle Paul says, you see, although there was no law and God was not imputing sin to anybody in particular, they were still dying. So in other words, they were dying because they were descendants of the sinful Adam. Oh yes, amen. They originated from Adam. So even if they never committed any sin as long as they were descendants of the first Adam. Death reigned over them. Death ruled over them. 
And then we see something interesting that God now introduces the law in the days of who? Moses. And then verse, uh, is it verse 20 or 19, 20, it shows you that God introduced that law for a reason. Verse 20, moreover, the law entered that the offense might what? Abound. Now, in other words, God had to come up with a system of enumerating the numbers of sins. Why? Someone say, why? Why? Because you see, it's like Jesus talking to Peter. says, you deny me. What did Peter say? Me? Where? How? Wow. Impossible. Even if you go to prison, I'm coming with you. Even if you die, I'm dying with you. That's the human nature. Self-righteousness. Amen. So God had to give them laws to prove to them. So if he gave them 200 laws, how many laws did they break? 201. Amen. So God could enumerate. You have broken how many laws? 201. How many punishments do you need? Do you, des do you deserve? 202. Just added some more. <laughs> So the point is, the law was a system of enumerating the sinfulness of humanity. It wasn't given to them to make them righteous. For by the acts of the law, no man can be justified. It's going back to the parrot. By the excellence of speech of a parrot, it can never become a human. <laughs> by the good manners of your little puppy. It can never become human. It must be born into the dimension of humanity if it wanted to be a human being. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. So, we see something interesting here that when the law was introduced, huh, the law was what? Introduced, it didn't solve any problem except adding problem. Hey, my God. I don't know what they're hearing me. It didn't solve the problem of sinfulness. Amen. But it proved the sinfulness of humanity. Oh, yes. And now the system seemed a bit unfair because one man broke one law, and then the whole of humanity doomed. Huh? God ever, Papa. But grace is superior to the law. Amen. Why? Because we are coming from many sins. Uh-huh. Many what? Sins. sins. God could enumerate them. Among the Jews, how many were there? About 600 what? 630. And others even think there were even more laws. So if they broke each one of them, they had more than 630 offenses. But by one man obeying God, huh? one man obeying God, so many sins were atoned for. And then so many sinners hmm, received the, uh, the redemption found in the blood of Christ. So that's why grace is greater than the law. The benefits of grace are greater than the effects of the disobedience of the one man, Adam. Oh, yes. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Oh, yes. So when you look at the law versus the grace, you find that the more the sinful nature of humanity was proved and abounded, much more. Grace oh, yes. abounded oh, yes. Amen. to overcome every element of the sinful nature of humanity. Mm. Someone say, mm. Mm. My God, this is amazing. This is what? Amazing. One man disobeys all of us in trouble. One man obeys. All of us 
paid for. Oh, yes. Atoned for. Redeemed. Oh, yes. And it's not just all of us. I don't know about you. But me, I had a trackload of sins. Some of you were, you were okay. Some of us, we brought a trackload. Amen. So we needed a training load, grace. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. Ship load. <laughs> a ship from China. I think that one. I love that one. Containers of grace. Where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. I don't know what they're hearing me. Oh, yes. Is it making sense? Oh, yes. We are following. I'm simplifying a very different concept. I'm telling you. Very different concept. I'm simplifying it. That's why when you read there, not as, no, so not as the law. So grace. No. Hmm? What is he talking about? But what I'm explaining is what he's saying. That in this Christ Jesus our Lord, there is an abundance of grace. Hmm? That's why John chapter 1 is a very important passage. That the word was made flesh and it dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full of what? Grace and truth. You see, the full there I said in Greek is pleroma. Pleroma means the abundance. It means every kind and every type of grace. Every level and every volume of grace. Loaded into one. Oh, yes. And released among humanity. I receive. Yeah. And John bear record of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake after me cometh the man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness of his preloma have all we received, and the grace for grace. So, in other words, where we are coming from with our backgrounds, we needed different kinds of graces. And different levels of graces. Oh, yes. Mm, you are not hearing me. the good news that I've brought you today. The abundance of grace is available today. I receive. Because we make a mistake most of the times as Christians when it comes to fighting against our weaknesses. We use wrong prayers, wrong tools to fight our weaknesses. Amen. Can I go deeper? Go deeper, Papa. One level deeper. Oh, go deeper. We use wrong weapons. Because most of us, we may have a weakness, whether it's a habit, a bad habit, whether it's a sin, whatever. Wherever the devil hits you. We use wrong weapons. Why? We spend more time talking about our weaknesses, our sinfulness, where we are going wrong, or how bad we are, and how we are so hopeless. By the time you finish your hopeless prayer, you are very hopeless. Amen, amen. <laughs> but there's going to be a change in the spirit. Oh, yes. As you mature in the things of God, you're going to understand that it doesn't matter how big your sin may be. It never shocks God. Oh, yes. Jesus amen. is never shocked by your sin. Are you hearing me? Why? Because he brought the superabundance of grace into the world. Are you hearing me? He knew there's going to be a man like me who will bring a trackload of sins. I'll need a shipload of grace. There's going to be somebody who has been downtrodden all his life. And you come to a place where you feel like you are a nobody. You're going to need a truckload of grace to lift you from the place of being a zero. And place you upon the throne. Am I talking to someone right here? Say yes. Yes. It is by the grace of God. He knew the devil continue attacking you. But you see, the problem with the attacks on the devil, they are only as strong as you are ignorant. Amen, amen. God, Papa. <laughs> but when you have got a revelation, 
there is a shift in the spirit. Oh, yes. When the devil comes roaring like a lion, you say, no, 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 no. I've got the lion of the tribe of Judah. Are you hearing me? Who are you, mountain? Power. <laughs> Say never. Never. Hey. Hey. There's a verse that we don't utilize much in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 21. For he hath made him to be seen for us. Him whom you know. Him whom you know, that we might be what? Made. It's not in your power. It's a God who made you. Oh, yes. He made you. Oh, yes. Are you not hearing me? It's a God. He took Jesus, made him become sin for us. Him whom you know sin. That we. Someone say. Me. Uh-huh. Me. Me. <laughs> hey. hey. That we might be made. So we didn't try to do it ourselves. It's the Almighty in His Almightiness. Oh, yes. Doing it at a time when you were still a sinner. <laughs> At a time when you were strengthless, that's when God did it. The gospel is being heard at the back right there. Receive it in the name of Jesus. (laughs) I'm telling you, you're going to conquer every mountain. Oh, yes, I receive. In any area of your life where the devil is winning, I've got the bad news for him. Oh, yes. He will never win again. I receive. <laughs> hey. Hey. Aha, it is happening. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, we pray wrong prayers. Talking about our weakness. That's not a story in heaven. It won't make it on the front page. <laughs> Let me tell you what makes the front page in heaven. When the enemy is busy attacking you, with whatever, whether it's anger, whatever it is, if he's busy attacking you, change your story. Are you hearing me? Change your what? Your story. Why? Because God made you. To become what? Righteous in Christ. Righteousness means right standing with God. Are you hearing me? Right what? Standing with God. Because when the devil attacks you, the first thing he will do is to try to disconnect you from God. Amen. And make you feel as if, if, if you talk to your father, he has got a big whip behind the throne. God does not have a whip behind the throne. Are you hearing me? He is not shocked by your weakness. Amen. He is shocked by your inability to make use of the righteousness of oh, God. Oh, yes. Amen. He is shocked by your inability to take advantage of the grace of God. Remember, grace is not defined as God's unmerited favor. That's a description of grace. The definition of grace is God's divine enablement God's divine power at work inside of you oh yes amen that one is grace are you hearing me so in other words you've got the weapons within yourself to defeat every attack of the devil you've got the weapons within yourself to bring down whatever the devil is using to attack you are you hearing me so when God imparts his own righteousness in you remember Isaiah he says This is their heritage. Their righteousness is of me. Uh, Oh, you know, it's no weapon fashion against me shall prosper. (laughs) Read the rest of the story. (laughs) He 
Bible says your righteousness is of God. Don't forget, even if we went just there in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 and 18, you see something there. Therefore, if any man be in Christ is what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God. Who hath reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ? Oh, yes. And hath given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and hath committed to us the word of reconciliation. Oh, yes. Amen. Someone say, I received that one. I received that one. <laughs> hey! Hey! I received. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Because of time. Uh oh. Someone said because of time. Because of time. Start winding down. The day is just you. warming up. Oh yes. In those days we used to have the seven four seven on the runway. Now when are we when are we departing? Still wrapping up the engines. But the small planes. <laughs> on the runway. <laughs> ah, what kind of that? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's why it's in the uh, shaking. But that big one. You even forget you are flying. Amen. Someone say, Oh Lord, change oh Lord. my story. Change my story. I don't know if they're hearing me. Are you here? So, it means there's a problem somewhere, somehow. There's a problem. Somewhere, somehow. Why are Christians living a beggarly life? Weak and defeated. Fearful and intimidated. Why? Go deeper, Papa. I don't know if they're hearing me. Go deeper. Why are these people that God has made them to be his own righteousness being beaten? Why? The best answer is ignorance. Amen, amen. Because of what? Ignorance. Can I show you? Oh, yes. Can I show you? Oh, yes. Give me Romans 5.17. You saw it, but I left you not to see it. Now you're going to see it. Oh, yes. And once you see it, my job is done for today. I can go to Brighton Lassans and have a Barbie. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, my God. <laughs> Let's read. One, two, three, go. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. All right. So, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one. So, in other words, death decided that whether God will give people a law or no law, it didn't matter to it. Amen. It was, it was going to reign. And to reign means a king. Yes. So at the heart of the battle between Adam and Eve and the devil was rulership over humanity. Amen. <laughs> so the Bible says, if by one man's offense, what did death do? Death reigned. It was a king. That word reigned means a king. That's where you find the word basilica when you go to the Vatican. Amen. Oh, you know, basilica, basilica. It's it's not it's not it's 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 a Greek word that they are trying to make it sound Latin. God deeper, Papa. The Greek word is basileo. B a s i l e u o. 
Basileo. It means to rule. It means to be a king. It means to reign. Wow. So by one man's offense, death became a king. It began to rule over humanity. By one man's what? Offense. Death became what? A king. So began to rule over humanity. Mm, you're not hearing me. Oh yes, we are following, Papa. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. <laughs> I love the Bible. Death reigned by one. It means when a man says, no, I don't want to die. Death will say, hey, what makes you not want to die? Don't you know that in that one man, I got my kingdom. Oh, yes. Amen. To rule over all humanity. Amen. But there was one guy who cheated death. He said, follow me, death. Death was following. This man was walking with God 200 years, 300 years. And then one day just stepped into eternity. Oh, yes. Amen. I, got, I, I, I got you on that one. <laughs> His name was Enoch. And then another guy said, oh, mm -mm. I refuse to be under the kingdom of death. His name was Prophet Elijah. He said, if you see me when I'm being taken, I'll drop a little uh, mantle, anointing. He went. Oh, yes. Amen. And then there was the, then, 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 then. Oh, yes. The real king came. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> then the real king came. Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? He said, I am the resurrection. He did not run away from death. He went to face death. Are you hearing me? He had an appointment with death. So it was, now death is a king. It met another king. You are not hearing me. And this king, Jesus Christ, was not a king that death could rule over. Ah, he was a king who could reverse the power of the first king. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? It's in your Bible. Ask me where. Where is it, Papa? <laughs> you handle fire with what? Fire. Yeah. Authority with what? Authority. You see, God did not remove the devil's authority. He only gave you authority over the authority of the devil. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> Are you getting it? Ah, Jesus Christ. Look at this. Are you sure you want to see it? Are you sure? Where is it? Somewhere. Somewhere in the Bible. Okay, Hebrews chapter 2. Who tried? You said it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Your prophetic gift is a suspect. <laughs> oh, yes, amen. <laughs> uh, you said Romans. You said I know. So at least you were right. <laughs> my God, my God. Hebrews chapter 2. Are you there? Verse 14, 15, and 16. Watch this. I'm finishing. I promise myself I'll not be preaching for three hours. And every weekend we're having a conference, didn't oh, we? Oh, yes. Amen, amen. We are blessed, Papa. Let's look at the scripture. <laughs> One, two, three, go. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, 
that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. You see now. That through what? Death. He might destroy him. What? what? The power of death. We're talking about rulership here. So Jesus didn't behave like Enoch. He didn't behave like Elijah. Him as a king, he went to face another king. But that king was a king of a death. So Jesus had to enter death to meet the king behind the death. Oh, yes. So when the two kings met, that's where the battle began. Amen. Give me the keys. One king said, no, 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 no. These keys were given to me. I give them to anyone that I want. He just said, no, no, no. I already told you that, that nonsense when we met um, in the wilderness when I was fasting. Don't repeat that nonsense to me. Okay, that's for another day. Amen. <laughs> I got you on that one. You are forgetting, you are forgetting that they met another day when Jesus was fasting. They met. And there was a contention about the same thing. He said, all this power is given to me. I give to anyone that I want. Just worship me. I'll give it to you. He says, no, we only worship God. Keep them. I'll meet you another day. And the Bible says at the end of that, the devil left him for a season. He went back to do push-ups. <laughs> and exercises. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> Ready for a rematch. But this rematch was not going to happen in, another, in this garden again where Jesus is fasting. No. It was a rematch right where the devil lives. In hell. Oh, yes. Amen. It was a rematch in hell. Yes, I need the keys. The trick was simple. Jesus was the resurrection and the life. That's how God treated the devil. He says, I've got the power to lay my life down and to pick it up again. Oh, yes. Amen. What, what do you do with kind of a person? You shoot him. Pa, 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 pa. So, do you want me to die or not? Yes, die. Okay, I'm dead now. And now they ask you, do you want me to rise again? <laughs> That's power to lay down your life and what? Pick it up again. Oh, yes. So when the devil killed Jesus, he thought he was done with him. He didn't know that the man had the power of kingship to lay down his life on his own accord. And pick it up on his own accord. Are you hearing me? So the resurrection of Jesus didn't need Peter to intercede for it. Because if Jesus depended on Peter, he wouldn't have risen. Amen. Peter didn't even believe he was going to rise again. Uh -uh. Talk to me. They, those guys, they had no belief whatsoever. Let alone to intercede. At least thank God for Mary Magdalene. Amen, amen. Thank God for... Okay, I'll not go there. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> At least they went to the grave early in the morning. And even after they came back and told the disciples, they said, no. It's not happening. They didn't believe them. Amen. So it was a king versus what? A king. Now that's what the Bible is talking about there. For if death ruled, reigned by one man's offense. Uh-huh. It became what? A king. Because one man erred. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. So Jesus comes. He takes on him the nature of the seed of Abraham. Not the nature of angels. Are you hearing me? To deliver them who through fear of death. Can you see now? Death is a king. The whole reason why today Christians were beaten into submission. And they were very sheepish. Because of fear of what? Death. Scott Morrison just came. You will die if you don't stay home. Yes, amen. <laughs> they put tails between their legs. But there are some people that said, no, 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 no. 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 
We rule over death. We reign over death. Oh, yes. We are kings over death. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Say virus or virus, whatever you call it. Corona or macaroni, whatever you call it. Amen. Bring it on. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? These are a people that God is looking for. People like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Are you hearing me? Say, can you make your heater to be even hotter? Seven times. We will not bow. We will not worship your oh, image. Yes, amen. Our God is able to save us. Oh, yes. But even if he does not save us, you know what? We'll go through the fire and appear the other side. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? We know where we are going. You're not hearing me. I love, I love Daniel. He says, what are you talking about? Make your lions be very hungry. They should be very hungry. And they were very hungry. Are you hearing me? And Daniel enters into the den of lions. The lions, they look at him. They look at him. They say, no, no, we don't eat this kind. We can't eat this kind. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. This is our kind. Are you hearing me? This one is our kind. For the righteous are bored as a lion. Oh, you're not hearing me. <laughs> Say yes. Yes. Lions, they don't eat their kind. Amen. And the lion is a king. Lion is a king. Oh, yes. Someone say lion is a king. The lion is a king. This is not. Oh, my God. Can I finish now? <laughs> Am I just starting? Oh, yes. Let me show you this verse. You're going to love it. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which what? Receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall run in life. Give me the part, give me the verse. In case you think I'm making it up. Look at it. 17. One, two, three, go. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Shall reign in life, not in death, not in heaven. Ah, but shall reign where? In life, by one who? Jesus Christ. Oh, so yes. in other words, the way death became a king through defeating Adam. You are a king. You, when you receive two things. Number one, the righteousness of God. Number two, not just grace. But what? Abundance of grace. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Someone say abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. This is where we differ now. I told you we are equal in fellowship. But different in grace. Some of you, you are walking in grace. But some of us, we graduated. We no longer, we, we no longer just walk in grace. We walk in abundance of grace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I receive. The Bible says when you discover this secret, when you discover this secret, that you can walk in abundance of grace. The Bible says you shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So in other words, you can say in the name of Jesus, sickness I command you come out and go. Are you hearing me? And sickness shall obey your voice. Oh, you are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. It takes abundance of what? Grace. Not just grace. Someone say abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. 
So the Bible says, and of his fullness, of his pleroma, have always received and the grace for what? For grace. And then you just pray, oh Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help me. Oh Lord, help me. What, what do you want God to do for you? Don't you know that the man brought grace? He brought it. Oh yes. And made it available. Oh yes. I've skipped one word for you. Let me finish with that one. <laughs> Someone say abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. Mm, you're not hearing me. Are you hearing me, Adelaide? Oh, yes. Adelaide, are you hearing me? We hear you, Papa. Yes, Papa. Adelaide, Adelaide, are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. Yes, Papa. We Shout hear you. Abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. So I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. Shout yes. Yes. <laughs> Woo. I told you, you do not minister out of the grace you live by. You minister out of the abundance of grace. I don't know if they're hearing me. We are following, Papa. You see, I skipped one word in that verse. Give me the verse again, 17. Okay, let's read together. One, two, three, go. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. What question can be asked? How do I receive this abundance of grace? Yeah. Papa. yeah, the Bible talks about wonderful things. Much more they which receive abundance of grace. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do I access it? So it's nice, it's, it's nice talking about the goodness of all the wonderful things. Huh? But the question is, how do you access it? Oh, yes, amen. Go deeper, Papa. Can I finish with that one? Oh, yes. Much more they wish what? Receive abundance of grace. And what? The gift of righteousness. Shall what? Reign. They will be kings in life. Oh, yes. They will be kings. Someone say, I will be a king. I will be a king. In this life. In this life. I will walk in the abundance of grace. I will walk in the abundance of grace. I will rule over. I will rule over. Are you hearing me? I don't know if they're hearing me. Someone say abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. You know when I was when I was when I was when God was telling me all this stuff, He showed me a certain scripture. A certain important verse. He said, Do you know that there's a very important verse there in the Bible? I said, Yes. Well, show me where it is. He said, You know, you say you are a royal what? Priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar. He says, but do you know the key that opens that verse? I said, no. He said, it's Romans 5.17. You're not hearing me. Yeah. Are you following me? Oh, yes. So in other words, God has made you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But you need to know how to unlock that which God has made you become. Oh, yes. Amen. So you unlock that dimension. The rulership dimension. The kingship dimension. Oh, yes. By accessing what? Abundance of grace. Say how. How, Papa. One more time. Say how. How. It's a simple. Give me the verse again. There's one word there which will change everything for you. Much more they which receive. Underline receive if you've got a Bible that you can underline. If you can highlight, highlight it. That's the word that changes everything. Because righteousness, I've showed you, God made you. 
You can't be more righteous than you already are. Yes, amen. Because all of us have been given the same righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But the dimensions of grace, those ones, those ones, you must receive it. Oh, yes, amen. Ah, I don't have enough time. Next week, what am I doing next week? What's the date ne next Sunday? It's uh, 21st. 22nd. 22nd, 22nd yeah. I'll still be here, right? Yes. Okay, I'll finish the message then. Oh, it's after the elections. The elections uh, on uh, Saturday, Papa. This? 21st. This Saturday? 21st, yes. Oh, we need to pray for the elections. Yes, amen. Before we finish. Much more they which receive. Someone say receive. Receive. Do you know the Greek word used there? Do you know what it is? I know. <laughs> Someone say lambano. Lambano. That changes everything. Someone say lambano. Lambano. <laughs> that changes everything. Why? Because lambano means the thing has been made available. But you must take it. It's not something that is brought to your letter box. No. It's something made available. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And of his fullness have we lambanoed. You go and take it. Oh yes. That's why it's only people with a revelation. Who know what is going on. Who understand who can get it. You are not hearing me. Oh yes. And then Hebrews 4.16 says what? Come boldly unto the throne of what? grace that you may what you may lambano mercy oh yes and find grace to help in time of what need so the whole thing is hinging on this one word receive yes amen lambano lambano means you take the initiative to take it whilst there's another word used in in the english bible receive receive in greek is dekomai Dechomai means something, they bring it to you and give it to you. No initiative. Amen. But Lambano requires you to take it. That's why grace can be multiplied. Wow. Through the knowledge. You see, knowledge is not just imparted anyhow. It's your initiative now to multiply. Yes, amen. That's for, that's for next week. But for today, today is Lambano. Someone say Lambano. Lambano. Someone say Lambano. Lambano. So you need to begin to understand that grace has been made available. As part of your initiative, as part of your prayer, you need to learn always to take the grace of God. Oh, yes. Because you can only become whatever you can become by the grace of God. You can't become it by your, 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 your genealogy. No. You can't become it by where you were born. No. You can't become it by your education achievements. No. No. A million times, no. It is by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. So you need to learn to take it. Someone say, take it, neighbor. Take it, neighbor. Lambano, neighbor. Lambano, neighbor. So when you learn how to receive the grace of God, are you hearing me? Not just receive it and then you, you, sit, you sit down there on that. No, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Oh, yes. Keep pushing. Oh, yes. Keep pushing. There are higher dimensions of grace. Are you hearing me? The more you acquire the grace of God, the more things become easier for you. Oh, you are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. We are following, Papa. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Someone say Lambano. Lambano. Someone say Lambano. Lambano. My God. Give me Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse number 4. Ecclesiastes 8, 4. Rise up. 
Are you ready? We are ready. Someone say Lambano. Lambano. One, two, three, go. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What dost thou? One more time. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What doest thou? Where the word of a king is, there's what? Uh, come on. One, two, three, go. One, what does it say? Where the word of a king is, there is power. Where the word of a king is, there is what? Power. Who may say unto him? What, what doest thou? Let me show you what it means. Yes. What do you think you're doing? Amen. Telling me to pack up and go. Oh, yes. Amen. Uh, Amen. <laughs> In other words, there are some challenges. You commanded them to go. And they gave you that question. And you didn't have an answer. Yes. Amen. Anything you prayed against, you prayed for, and it refused to obey your prayer. It was asking you that question. Amen, amen. What do you think you are doing? But when you begin to walk in this abundance of grace. Oh, yes. The Bible says, what the word of a king is, there's what? Power. Who can say to him, what do you think you are doing? It's like Jesus, whenever he met any demon. Huh, it was a king versus another kingdom. He says, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come. Are you hearing me? It was a confrontation of two kingdoms. The kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of Christ. Are you hearing me? So you are a part of the kingdom of Christ. And in that kingdom, there are no slaves. In that kingdom, there's no, no, no one who is a master, the other one is a slave. No. In that kingdom, we are all kings and the priests. Are you hearing me? We have been sent into this wicked world oh, to yes. change things around. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? We have been sent to heal the sick, cast out devils. Are you hearing me? We have been changed. We have been sent to turn things around. Say yes. Yes. Say I am a king. I am a king. Say from today. From today. I will walk. I will walk. In my power. In my power. As a king. As a king. So Lord, oh Lord. Today. Today. I lambano. I lambano. Abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. I take. I take. Abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. I receive. I receive. Abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au. And follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.